On today's show, Luka Doncic and Slovenia fall to Spain without the S. In the FIBA preparation games, what do we see from them? What are they missing? And what can they do going forward? We'll talk about all that and more on today's bonus Locked on Mavs. Welcome, you are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks normally, but today we're talking about Slovenia. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today, we're going to talk about Slovenia against Spain in the FIBA preparation games. They lose 79-99 to in a game that was not televised very much. I had to watch it in, uh, I had to watch it in Spanish from, a, from a, a Spain channel from somewhere, but got a lot to, to get into on, on this one. And we'll start with just how good it looked from the start. You, you, there's one thing in this game that I think really stood out. That Luca and Slovenia end up losing this game. It's a preparation game. It's an exhibition. It's a friendly. Again, they they don't really matter too much. But you're trying to find what works for this team and this you know quote unquote new iteration of this team. Even though we've seen a lot of these guys before, we've seen a lot of these guys in Euro Cup, in Olympics, in you know competitions in the past. We've seen them before. They've played together before, but it is still a new iteration. There's no Goran Dragic. Vlako Chanchar is injured and is out for, for a long time now. It's Luka, and it's a bunch of guys that, you know, are, are either coming up or are kind of going out. There's just an interesting group of, of guys now, and somebody else has to step up besides Luka. And what you saw in this game was how it can be incredible for Slovenia and how it can be awful for Slovenia. You saw literally both sides of this. At the beginning of the game, you start out, Luca doubled right off the bat. Like not even like I guess it was a I guess it was doubled off of a ball screen, but still Spain was gonna come with the doubles no matter what. Double Luca right off the bat. Luca swing, swing, pass, swing pass, and then the another Slovenian player swing pass out for a three, nails a three. Next play, same thing. Luca in the post, doubled, swing pass, swing pass, three, another Slovenia three. And again, Luca doubled. Swing pass, swing pass, three. I think Luca got this one direct and assist. Next play, Luca, single coverage. All right, here we go. Deep step back, hits the three. Next possession, Luca, pick and roll. Jordan Morgan, their starting center, and they score on that one. Five possessions in a row, they start the game, and they score. And you're looking at it going, man, this is what it could look like. This is what Slovenia teams in the past that we've seen that have given really good teams you know, a hard time bronze. You know, they want a bronze medal. Like this is the type of play that we've seen from Slovenia when they get these wide open threes. It's a lot like what the Dallas Mavericks do and a lot like what the Dallas Mavericks struggle with. But if they start hitting threes, they look unbeatable. They are up 14 to five with, you know, within, you know, what three minutes to start this game. You saw where it can be really, really good for Slovenia, where, where Blazic is hitting and uh, Prepovic is hitting and you've got Horvat hitting and you've got Jordan Morgan pick and roll and Luka, you know, distributing everywhere and, and like double teams coming at him and all that. You see where it can be really, really good for Slovenia. And then you get to like the third quarter and the fourth quarter where they just look small. This team is, is so small now. You've got... Um, you got Jordan Morgan, who's the starting center. He's about six eight. He's he's a lot. He's pretty Dwight Powell-y. He's a, he's pretty much everything that you think about Dwight Powell. Jordan Morgan does the same thing. Great in the pick and roll, mobile, but not very big. <laughs> not doing a lot on the you know to defend the rim. Not doing a lot to even 
like finisher on the basket, but you know, unless he's kind of wide open, there's there's a moment where he got blocked at the rim. There's he just it's that I'm gonna struggle. I'm gonna struggle. I'm gonna struggle with that one. And then you know you have. Uh, Vlako Chanchar was supposed to be a big wing. He's out. They've put Zoran Dragic. He's a, kind of a big wing. They put him on the bench. They're trying other guys instead of him. They're just a really small team now. And so you see where that they really, str- they really struggled against that in the third and in the fourth quarter because on the other side, Billy Heron Gomez from, the, uh, from Spain, who we know from the NBA, who's not playing in the NBA next year, Juancho Hernan Gomez is a, a big, you know, big wing. And then you have Santi Aldama, who's the, the big guy from uh, from the Grizzlies. Those guys were destroying them in all kinds of ways, in the paint, in transition, in, on defense, like just doing everything because they're so much bigger than Slovenia and they struggle with size. And we've used to, they literally have all the problems that last year's Mavericks team did. Clement Preplovich is Spencer Dinwiddie. <laughs> you have, uh, Jordan Morgan is Dwight Powell. Jakob Blazic is Reggie Bullock, I guess. Like, you know, it's just kind of, you're trying to figure out, and they're trying to look for answers. They're trying to figure out what to do with this squad who have the same exact problems as the Mavericks. And at a certain point, you go, well, maybe where we win is if we create as many open threes as possible and just try and hold off on defense as well as, as, well as we possibly can to create some turnovers. Because when they're good, when we've seen them, you know, win a game against Montenegro. We've seen them play well at times against Greece in the first two preparation games. They've created some turnovers. They've gotten out in transition. Lucas hit ahead for passers, but they when Lucas out, they just don't have that extra guy that's going to create anything for you or 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 score. Even in the first quarter, Luka Doncic, um, you know, after an and one drive, he get you know he got stripped the possession before as he was carrying the ball up. He gets an and one drive. The next play. He gets. He starts to bend over. He's like holding his hand, holding his wrist. I couldn't see exactly what he was holding, but he was like bent over with his hands between his legs, kind of. And then he gets taken out of the game. Maybe that was, you know, maybe that was the time he was going to get taken out anyway. Could have been an injury. Could not have been. I think it was just a Luca boo boo. We've gone over this. Luca has these injuries that you know look very serious, but then end up not being very serious. And so he goes out of the game. They've got three minutes left in the first quarter. The only score in three minutes was Mike Toby, who's their center, who's not not necessarily a shooting center, but he wants to be. Find like grabs the ball, like oh my gosh, here's the ball at the, around the free throw line, picks it up, no one's around him, and he just shoots it, <laughs> and then he makes it. That was the only time they scored at the end of that first quarter, and uh, Slovenia uh, or Spain went on a twelve to two run when Luca was off the court. They were dealing with Luca on the court. They were they got up to what twenty five to fourteen with three minutes and 30 seconds left in the first quarter. So they were up by 11 at that point. And by the end of the first quarter, they were only up by one. <laughs> Basically a 10-0 kind of run there for for Spain. Second quarter, um, we started to see something that I've been looking for from this team, that I've been calling for. If you've listened to some of these post, post-game reaction shows, you know that I've been asking for this. Uh, Ziga Samar is a young 22-year-old six-foot-six guard that's got some of the s- similar skills as Luca. I want to see him a little bit more. I think he can give them something. I think he can help get them some buckets. And he had a really good stretch there. And he was playing with Luca. Got Luca an easy bucket. He ripped a rebound out of away from a guy and got a little floater at the rim. He, he just can do some things that nobody else on this team can do with his size, passing ability, and all that. And we started to see that at the beginning of the second quarter. 
And then they never went back to him. And then they never went back to him again in this game, or at least not with Luca. And so that's something that I just still think that I know they're probably not looking to him because he's 22 and he's young and he's not Luca. So he's not coming in with an automatic pedigree of, you know, this guy has to play. He's our best player guaranteed. It's different when you've got a 22 year old guy that looks like that than a 22 year old guy that's showing some promise that has to, you know, be brought into this. That's not like a, a guaranteed star type player. It's just so different, especially in, in European, you know, leagues where like Weminyama's not going to play you know, all, all the time. They had to kind of create a team for him to play all the time. Luca not necessarily going to play all the time. You have some of these guys that come over from, from, you know, European leagues to the NBA and they play more in the NBA in their first year than they did with their European team because, you know, NBA teams are willing to do development and willing to play these guys and European teams want to win right now. And so it's, you know, that's just a little different from what I've, I've heard and watched and seen. In the second quarter, though, Luca also kind of tweaked his left knee a little bit. Joe Varden, of I think he's still with the Athletic. Joe Varden reported on this that you know, on a closeout on Santi Aldama, who's taking a three. It was a it was a wild closeout from Luca. He kind of flew at him, flung his arm up in the air, and then felt they both fell down. Got called for the foul. Said he tweaked his knee. He did stay in the game. The couple possessions later, Luca was posting on the right block, spins baseline, and then gets a dunk. And so I'm like, okay, he's fine. Another Luca boo boo. Not worried about it. But then, after, right after that dunk, he goes back into the locker room. They show him on, you know, on camera going back into the locker room, and you're like, "What is going on?" And then he comes back on the court at three minutes and fifty seconds. Left. So it, he was literally only missed like four minutes of time, on you know, of, of game time there. And he came back on the court, and you know, they finished the first half. They're down forty-one to fifty-one, and kind of at that point, Spain took that ten-point lead that they gained at the end of that second quarter. And Luca was on the court when Spain gained this ten-point lead, but. When you know they gained that lead, they really never looked back. And another pro- another issue that, that Slovenia had at halftime, they were eight of sixteen from the free throw line. I don't think that got any better. I had a hard time finding stats on this game, but I don't think that got any better. And Luca was missing a bunch of free throws again. At the end of the first half, he you know got to the free throw line and got to take three free throws, missed two, missed the first two. It's just something I think we're gonna have to keep dealing with with Luca is missed free throws. I know it's a struggle. I, I I can't explain it. It's one of those things where he's just such an incredible player and he is, has this one thing offensively. He's good at everything. Catch and shoot threes and free throws. Maybe it's he doesn't have to be stationary. Can we get him moving? Can we get him moving on some free throws? And so Luca tweaking something in the second quarter. I'm not worried about it. Slovenia struggled to score without Luca. Again, we've just seen this over and over time and time again. Also, this game was really physical. You had, you know, Santi Aldama and, and Hernan Gomez brothers, and you had other guys. Uh, they also had Alex Abrines, if you remember him, on their team. Usman Garuba, he didn't play a ton. Victor Claver, he played in the NBA. He's on Spain, too. So you got a lot of, like, former NBA players, but, like, kind of fringe rotation NBA players. Uh, Rudy Fernandez is the one that, that actually had a role in the NBA, but he's played a lot more in Europe than he has in the NBA at this point and is at the end of his career now. But... Uh, this is such a physical game. These guys were not, you know, holding back. There was a moment in the uh, there was a moment in the fourth quarter, eight minutes and thirty seconds left, where Bine Preplovich, Clement Preplovich's cousin, was boxing out with Willie Hernan Gomez, and I have to, I have a really hard time not saying Hernan Gomez because that was such a joke for us for so long, but now he's not in the NBA. So, uh, but Willie Hernan Gomez and Willie 
like kind of grabbed him by the shoulders and threw him. But while he did that, his right elbow smacked Bine right in the face. And he kind of, he goes down and Bine was like, went right after him, did not care straight up, ran up to him, almost got in his face. And Luca came back and had to hold him back. Luca came back and, and held him back and was the one that kind of talked him down and got him to a point where he, you know, was, was a little bit more calm. And I saw that, and then I also saw in the in a huddle at one point they're down, and Luca was the one talking. You can see uh, Mavs blog on Twitter on Twitter tweeted a bunch of these. He'll probably post a you know a uh, compilation highlights to his his YouTube channel as well. There, I don't know. I actually don't know if it's a, a male or female, but uh, they'll post it to, to their channel. And Luca was talking during timeouts and saying, "We got to do that. You can't let them get in front of you. You you've got to do this. We've got to get this going." And we're starting to see some Luca leadership. And I think that's something that's something that's exciting because if he starts to take leadership on his national team in Slovenia, it takes ownership of that. Eventually it'll come over to the Mavericks and he'll take ownership of that. And you need him to. And so Luca showing leadership in a small moment like that, but also in huddles and also on the court pointing out things. And the next thing is for him to take leadership like Dirk did. The kind of lead by example. And the leading, but when he starts to become a leader vocally, I think he'll start to become a leader by example, and that's something that I think could be very, really great for him to not get on the refs all the time, to take, you know, to take, um, to take what he's doing on the court seriously when he's doing it, and to, uh, you know, <laughs> to take his conditioning seriously and all that kind of stuff. So that's something that I saw that I thought was interesting. Slovenia still struggles with size; they did in the whole second half at center and on the wings because it, it wasn't just the bigs. It wasn't just that Jordan Morgan's small. Mike Toby's a little slow and not really like a seven footer. And also uh, D Mitch is not really a, a seven footer either, but they're wings. Anytime they switch any kind of switch and, and Spain's got a lot of guys that can do a couple things. The Hernan Gomez brothers can handle it. Santi Aldama can handle it a little bit. You've got these wings that can handle too. And anytime they switched, it was bad news for Slovenia. You've just got these really small guards, Blazic, Horvitz, um, uh, Nikolic, uh, Preplovic, Klemen Preplovic. Uh, you know, you've, you've got these small guards that just struggle with size. And that's something that Slovenia is going to struggle with. And they play Team USA tomorrow. And I'm really interested to see how they play. I'm interested to see what Luka does. Um, the Slovenian coach afterwards said the plan is for Luka to play against Team USA. But it depends on Luka. They'll see how he feels. See if any of those Luka boo-boos are really going to affect him. And so I'm interested to see what happens. But there you go. That's Slovenia versus Spain. If you missed any of our Dirk Nowitzki Hall of Fame stuff, we've just done a couple episodes about that the last couple of days. Lots of stuff from us. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs Slovenia. Peace out. Boom.